It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a coming out party in Indy, and we have the keys to Kenny Pickett's rapid improvement. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Week by week, we're witnessing the maturation of Kenny Pickett as he proves himself franchise quarterback worthy in Pittsburgh. It's happening right before our eyes. On a national stage Monday night, Pickett turned in his best game yet. Against the Colts in Indy, Pickett was decisive, getting rid of the ball rather than holding it and taking a sack. He sensed the defensive pressure, moving and shifting in the pocket, scrambling and throwing on the run. He was accurate, hitting receivers all over the field. Now, granted, some of those receivers didn't catch some catchable balls, but I digress. And when Kenny Pickett didn't see a viable receiver to throw it to, he tucked it and ran. In the process, Pickett pocketed the first road win of his career with that 24-17 topping of the Colts. He logged his second game-winning drive and that also turned out to be his first fourth-quarter comeback of his career. With the Steelers trailing 17-16, Pickett orchestrated an 11-play, 75-yard, 5-minute, 21-second march capped by a Benny Snell touchdown plunge that Pickett himself had called. Sure, Pickett's numbers, 20 of 28 for 174 yards, they don't wow you but he posted his season-best passer rating of 87.5 and now has gone 100 straight passes without an interception. This after being a pickoff machine in his first few outings. He also ran for 32 yards. Pickett's primetime performance has opened the eyes of both Steelers Nation and the national NFL media. The Pickett praise has been effusive from the likes of Troy Aikman, who called the game and recalled his own rocky rookie year in Dallas, and from Steeler-turned-ESPN analyst Ryan Clark, who credited Pickett's rapidly rising quarterbacking acumen. The word is out. Pickett in Pittsburgh is the real deal, and the Steelers just might pull off the rare franchise quarterback-to-franchise quarterback transition as they step away from the Ben Roethlisberger era and into the Kenny Pickett decade plus to come. The signs are pointing up, and the progress is unmistakable. So much so 
It's turning coach Mike Tomlin into a broken record as he parrots Pickett's progress on a weekly basis. Said Tomlin after the Colts game, quote, he's getting better every week and it's in a very natural way because of experience. We acknowledge he's very much in development. You ask me next week and I'll tell you he got better in all areas next week. Because with each snap comes exposure and sharp guys, guys who are competitors, they grow from those things, unquote. In short, Steelers fans, the best is yet to come for Pickett and this team. Here's Kenny Pickett himself explaining how the week-to-week work that's gradually making him better will culminate in a big leap forward far beyond the incremental improvement we've been witnessing to date. A big leap is coming, so says the Steelers rookie. Quote, football and playing the quarterback position, it takes a lot of time. It takes continuity with the guys continuing to improve, and I think we're seeing that on tape and seeing it week in and week out. We're pushing to make the big jumps, and everyone wants to make the big jumps. Sometimes you just have to take the positive and continue to grow, and sooner or later, you'll see that big leap, unquote. For example, Pickett might be tucking and running a tad too early on most plays. He's right now forgoing a possible deep strike down the field. But as the synergy with his receivers develop, especially with George Pickens, Pickett will buy time with his scrambling abilities and let the football fly to connect on some deep splash plays down the field. That is yet to come, but it will come. Moreover, the Steelers will build around Pickett, almost assuredly landing an elite left tackle in the 2023 draft to protect the future of the franchise. But as Pickett proved Monday night, The future is now in Pittsburgh. The Steelers can win even as Pickett develops going forward. A rejuvenated running game has restored some offensive balance and removed some of the load from Pickett's shoulders. Even after second-year first-round pick, Najee Harris left the Colts game with an abdominal injury and with number two back Jalen Warren on the shelf. Backups Benny Snell and even Anthony McFarlane Jr. kept the ground game rolling. The difference? It's the blocking. Just ask Benny. I mean, he was rolling through so holes so wide, you could driven a bus through them, a.k.a. Jerome Bettis back in the day, the glory days. Pittsburgh and Pickett take their act to Atlanta on Sunday, where the Falcons are eminently Beatable. That game should be a warm-up for the big showdown back in Pittsburgh against division rival Baltimore on December 11th. The Steelers' defense has a history of giving Lamar Jackson and the Ravens fits, so if Pickett and the running game can keep picking it up, the Ravens could well have a problem on their hands going against the Steelers at Acrisure Stadium. Such are the tempting pigskin treats awaiting Steelers fans as the calendar counts down to Christmas. Of course, it's becoming increasingly clear that the Steelers 
already unwrapped their Christmas present way back in the spring when they picked Kenny Pickett at number 20 in the NFL draft. For some, it was a head-scratching selection. Was Pickett, with his small hands and unimpressive arm strength, truly worthy of being the first quarterback off the board in 2022? Turns out Pittsburgh was prescient. Pickett, with his accuracy, decisiveness, scrambling ability, and sky-high football IQ, is well on his way toward establishing himself as a franchise quarterback for the next decade-plus in the Steel City. And what a pleasure it's been and will be watching Pickett improve week by week right before our eyes. Best of all, we ain't seen nothing yet. Or as Mike Tomlin teased after Pickett's coming out party in Indy, quote, he's a competitor. He is smart, but he still has a lot of meat on the bone, unquote. With Kenny Pickett as QB1, a football feast awaits faithful Steelers fan. And we have much more on all the things pointing up for Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh, along with still more positives that could be in store, all in this Pickett-praising edition of your Steelers Update podcast. Hey, and be sure, please check out my print column, First Thing Thursday on Live. As always, it will be packed with plenty of memes. These ones extolling Kenny Pickett and his coming out party in Indy and lots of game tape showing the picket improvements in all phases of the game at, as quarterbacking. As Ryan Clark says, the quarterbacking of Kenny Pickett, that acumen. Some have it and some don't. Kenny Pickett seems to have it. So check that out too. You will see right before your eyes the maturation of Kenny Pickett. Right now, let's get right to it. First up, we have Ray Filippaldo with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and he's handing out grades for that big win in Indy. He marks Kenny Pickett with a pleasing B+, writing this about the Pittsburgh rookie passer. Quote, Kenny Pickett grew up a little bit in the fourth quarter of Monday night's 24-17 victory against the Colts. After consecutive three and outs to open the second half and a 16-3 lead that had evaporated before his eyes, Pickett stood tall on a third and nine and found George Pickens over the middle for a first down. It was the most critical play on an 11-play drive that gave the Steelers the lead again. Pickett was 20 for 28 for 174 yards, and he didn't get much help from his receivers in that game. Unquote. Well, hey, I think the Pickett grade is fair, but I think the game actually marked a larger turning point in Pickett's young Steelers career. Here's radio personality Joe Starkey capturing the bigger import of Pickett's performance in this first road win of his career. Starkey writes this for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, quote, I think we could safely say that for the first time in his brief career, Pickett looked mostly like the franchise quarterback he is supposed to be and almost never like the latter, that he has a long way still to go. His numbers from the Steelers' 24-17 victory were not mind-blowing, although they could have been. And he was facing a defense that was surrendering the highest, the second highest home game passer rating in the NFL. But make no mistake, 
this was a large step forward. That doesn't mean it's time for any grand picket proclamations. It's simply a case of leaving a game thinking, quote, you know what? Pickett really could be the guy, and that is a big deal. His numbers, by the way, should have looked much better. The way I saw it, Pickett threw two uncatchable balls all night. One was high and out of bounds, possibly a throwaway, the Deontay Johnson on the Steelers' third possession, another too low for Johnson on the first possession of the second half. If not for several drops, a questionable call, and a Pat Fryermuth miscalculation at the goal line, Pickett easily might have left the building with a gaudy stat line reading something like 26 of 28 for 210 yards, two touchdowns, and a passer rating above 100. It would also help if Johnson, wrong way Deontay, stops running backward. But we digress. Most importantly, Pickett delivered at money time leading the Steelers on what proved to be a game-winning 11-play, 75-yard drive early in the first quarter. It unleashed two third-down laser beams, one to Pickens and one to Fryermuth, on the drive and even lobbied the coaching staff for a run by Benny Snell Jr. at the goal line. That's what you want. There were many games from Ben Roethlisberger's career where the first three quarters didn't look pretty but didn't ultimately matter because Roethlisberger came through late and found a way to win. Pickett isn't going to blow anyone away with his arm strength. If he succeeds, his game will be based on deadly accuracy, timely runs, toughness, and quick processing. He showed all of that on the winning drive, unquote. Hey, that's a great analysis uh, by Starkey really showing that this game meant a lot more than the score, the stats, everything. It was Pickett putting it all together, perhaps for the first time, but for many times to come, and the arrow still pointed way up on where he could land as a quarterback. That quarterbacking acumen that, that Ryan Clark talks about. Yeah, Kenny Pickett showed out in Indy, and he's pointing toward the prospect of a bright future in Pittsburgh. That's all positive. Of course, you know, Pickett and this entire offense remains a work in progress. And the coach credited or blamed for calling the shot still has some work to do to equal his improving QB. We go back to Ray Filippaldo with the Post-Gazette, who is less generous in his game grade for offensive coordinator Matt Canada. For the second week in a row, the Offense Canada called went into a second-half swoon, allowing a, an opponent to overtake the Steelers on the scoreboard. Here's Filippato on Canada and his B-minus grade. Quote, for the second game in a row, offensive coordinator Matt Canada got the Steelers a halftime lead, but for the second week in a row, his unit fell flat to open the second half. The Steelers did not lose this game because Pickett led one drive in the fourth quarter that resulted in a touchdown. Overall, though, the offense lacks consistency, and Canada has to dial up some better plays to avoid these laws in the second half, unquote. Hey, laws can easily become a loss for sure, as we saw in the Bengals game. I mean, that second half 
was was a was a pop gun for the for Pittsburgh. Canada does need to pick it up for sure, especially now that Pickett has improved in all phases of his quarterback play. But what if Kenny Pickett had had more time with his receivers right from the jump? I'm talking about right after he's drafted, OTAs, training camp, the whole deal. Here's Mark Caboli with The Athletic asking the question of whether Mike Tomlin made a mistake back in those early days of OTAs and training camp when Pickett was relegated to taking the third string snaps. Remember that? Could Pickett be even better right now if Tomlin had anointed him the number one from the get-go? After all, I mean, everyone in Pickett, every, <laughs> excuse me, everyone in Pittsburgh knew Pickett was the future. Why wasn't the future now way back when? Well, Caboli writes this of the coulda, woulda, shouldas of handling Kenny Pickett. He writes, quote, Tomlin admitting that the team can win while Pickett is still developing brings two thoughts to mind. Why was Pickett saddled with third-team snaps throughout the spring and summer, and why did many around the organization believe that Tomlin would prefer for Pickett not to take a snap all season long? How far along would Pickett be right now if he got those valuable reps in OTAs and training camp? Pickett is still trying to find a continuity with receivers Deontay Johnson and Pat Frymuth. He seems to have found it with rookie wide receiver George Pickens. He caught three passes for 57 yards and a two-point conversion on Monday night. The pair could have connected on at least three other passes, but Pickens had two drops and couldn't quite make a one-handed grab in the end zone on a slightly overthrown pass by Pickett. Can we just say Tomlin made a mistake because he had never dealt with the quarterback competition in his first 15 years as coach? Has Pickett developed faster than he may have anticipated? It could be a bit of both, but give Tomlin credit now. He is not moving off of Kenny Pickett for any reason, and rightfully so. But what if Pickett was given even partial first-round team reps in the spring with Mitch Trubisky? Would he be further along? Winning as he develops is significant. Too bad Tomlin didn't think of that back in August because who knows how much further along Kenny Pickett would be right now. Better yet, how far along will he be next year when everything is no longer brand new? I know I am more and more convinced that Pickett can be a solid quarterback in the NFL for a decade, especially if he keeps progressing as he has. Unquote. Hey, good stuff from Kaboli as always. And hey, he asked a question that's almost unanswerable. Who knows where Kenny Pickett and the Steelers could be right now if Tomlin had handled things differently from the start. But there's no question where Kenny Pickett seems to be headed. The arrow is up, and the Steelers could do some interesting damage down the stretch, starting with those rival Ravens two Sundays from now. I'm here for that. Believe me, I'm here for that. And I will be there for that, watching that Ravens game in Pittsburgh in person. I can't wait. I love, I love to see the Steelers beat the Ravens. But of course, you know, we have a little thing, a little date down in Atlanta first, so I'm getting ahead of myself. 
But hey, we're going to be here for all of it. You will be too, so long as you stick with the podcast. Steelers Update podcast from Penn Live is out each and every Wednesday afternoon, fresh for your listening pleasure. And of course, log on to PennLive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.